Hi everybody, uh, my name is Dan O'Riordan. Uh, I've worked uh, six weeks, at, uh, uh, six weeks, excuse me, <laughs> six years for Capgemini. I started out my journey at Capgemini working for the financial services and a lot of the work I did was application modernization. Do you do a lift and a shift of an application towards the cloud or has a business value where you look to, um, to, to refactor it into a set of microservices? And then I, I joined the insights and data, particularly the AI and data engineering part of Capgemini. So I have global responsibility on, on everything to do with, um, with platform. So when I was preparing this uh, chat, right, um, this, uh, I decided to, to take this picture, right? So I went a bit crazy on DALI, on, on OpenAI. Uh, and th th there were two points. So firstly, uh, I do a lot of snowboarding. I've been snowboarding over, over 25 years. I've broken knees, broken, broken ribs. Um, and I've noticed over the last couple of years in, 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 the, in the Alps that the quality of the snow is really deteriorating. And, 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 and you can actually see it with your own eyes. The second uh, reason why, why I chose this photograph was a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, skiing and snowboarding with my son. And I wanted a cool photograph of myself on a snowboard, right? So I asked my son, I said, Jack, can you take a, a picture of me on the snowboard? And as he's taking the photograph, he, he lifts his head above the camera and he says, Dad, you know who you remind me of? And I said, no, who do I, who do I remind you of? And he said, you remind me of a big fat polar bear. And I'm still paying for this uh, kid's education, so I might have to reconsider that. On a serious note, on, um, on the emissions, uh, data is absolutely key. Okay. So um, I think more so in Europe, right? Um, I've, I've spoken to people around um, uh, the regulations around uh, emissions, um, and what, what is the umbrella term we use is in environmental, social, and governments. <clears throat> now, if we look at so. The, this environmental ESG, it covers things like uh, water wastage, uh, gr uh, green energy, um, carbon emissions, greenhouse gases, right? So that's the, 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 the umbrella term. Um, I'm gonna kind of concentrate more on how we use data for things like emissions. Um, and in terms of regulations, right, we have something called the Greenhouse Gas Protocol. And that's defined emissions across three scopes. And when I def define these three scopes, you'll see later in the, in, in the presentation how important these uh, three scopes are and the challenge facing organizations to actually extract um, ESG uh, relevant data across these scopes. So scope one is what we call direct uh, emission scope. That's everything to do with your own organization, what I call your own house um, w w within the four walls of your organization. So that you can build a strategy to, 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 to get control of that sort of data. Scope two is more the direct services uh, you use. For example, your uh, electricity supplier, your cl cloud service provider, even if, for example, you're using IT services from Capgemini, um, the ESG data um, from your, your system integrator is um, scope two. Now, scope three gets even more complicated, right? So that looks at things like 
um, supply chain. You could be a manufacturer of a, of a mobile phone. Uh, the supplier is bringing the you know, providing the batteries for your mobile phone. That's uh, what we call upstream uh, scope three emissions. And you will be responsible for reporting on that. And downstream could be things like, um, what are your processes around end of life for, for, for those mobile phones? Um, so, so that's kind of giving what the three scopes are, right? Um, and we'll kind of delve into um, how data mesh and data products are actually key for an organization to organize their, their data strategy. <clears throat> so I, I can't emphasize this enough. Um, the regulations are beginning to start, right? And we had a similar thing with financial services. So I worked in the financial services sector, and a lot of organizations, they knew GDPR was coming, PII, PII was coming, but they kind of kicked it down the road, and they said, no, it'll be fine. And then when it got too late, um, the financial uh, services um, uh, banks and insurance companies, the actual penalties and fines started to, to come in, and then they were in panic stations. They actually left it too late, um, and so, that's key to remember that because the regulation is coming. It's not in place yet, but it is coming. And one key thing is you could imagine that you, of course, you're responsible for your, your, your emissions for your own organization. But you're also reporting and need to report on the partners that supply you direct services, but also if you're in something like uh, supply chain, those close partners that make up your, your full supply chain and you um, will be responsible for reporting on your own emissions, but also scopes two and scopes, scopes three. So well-organized data is a key lever. Uh, the only game in town uh, are data products, um, the lo your local data products, because that's where you have the local experts who can determine if a piece of data within that data set is relevant for your ESG reporting or not. If you still have centralized, um, massive data lakes, it, it, it becomes really, really difficult to shift through that data lake to find out particular data points that need to be extracted to do your reporting. So the only game in town are the principles of data mesh and data products. And thanks to Starburst, we have an easy way to build data products. They have taken all of the theory. Um, you know, for the last 18 months, I've been speaking to, to clients around data mesh, and it was only when I came across Starburst I could show them a physical example of what a data product looks like um, in terms of its searchability, its addressability, the quality aspects. So what, I'm, what we're proposing here to help with ESG is where there are relevant um, ESG data points, they need to be surfaced at the, the, the base level, at your foundation level, and then aggregators of data products help you to build up so that you can get a handle on, on this data. <clears throat> so um, the Capgemini Research Institute, they did a, a survey. Um, it was called Data for Net, Net Zero. They um, interviewed 900 organizations across all industries. And these 900 organizations, um, they had set net zero targets, you know, plans to reduce uh, their, their emissions. But what we noticed right, in, in, in the survey is a lot of organizations are looking at this reporting and getting a handle on their emission data as, as, as being a chore. Um, what they need to look at, they need to do kind of a shift and look at it and say, when we get a handle and, and we look at, let's say, our baseline emissions, um, 
getting uh, an understanding of these emissions and then looking at our existing uh, business processes, um, identifying where the carbon intensive activities are in those processes, and then actually streamlining them, okay? Because what you want, right, is to start taking this emissions data, integrating it with your processes, and future-proofing yourself, predicting and prescribing business uh, outcomes. Because the, the shift, even the con um, you know, consumer sentiment around choosing to, to, you know, to, to shop or to, to prefer organizations that are really, really conscious and aware and, and really proactive on how they regulate uh, their emissions um, is absolutely key. Um, here is uh, another page from, from the report, and, and this was kind of a little bit surprising for me, right? So of the, of the 900 organizations that have set their net zero targets, um, 85% say they do embed emissions data in their decision-making processing. But when we actually looked at it uh, closer, they're looking at it really more for reporting, okay? But they're not looking at improving the processes um, for future-proofing their business, um, looking at um, what the business outcomes would be with, with decisions being made by using this data. So at Capgemini, we've, we've, we're, we've built a portfolio of offerings around this because we're, we take it really, really seriously. Um, there's three entry points, really. So the, the first entry point is what we call data strategy for net zero. So that's really kind of more details on what I'm talking about here today. Um, do you have a data estate modernization strategy? Are you worried maybe about the recession, right? So maybe you want to put that on hold, but you still want to move forward by actually breaking your, your, your data estate and organizing it locally through data products. So what's the strategy around that? So we have offerings around that. And we're working very closely with Starburst to take their Pathfinder and add some of the methodologies that come from Capgemini Invent, things like Lighthouse, to really improve that data strategy for, for net zero piece. The second piece is we have something that we call the Sustainability Data Hub. Um, what we're looking at is what are the data models, because we've hired lots of experts in this field that, can, that are, are looking at what the data models are that we can help an organization to kind of identify um, where, where in the organization these data models uh, fit. Um, and, and the third piece is the same as you have, let's say, financial reporting. Every organization is very familiar with the rules of financial reporting. What's coming with the regulations will be your ESG um, reporting and, and on your performance. How well are you as an organization in planning and strategizing, um, reducing your carbon emissions? And that will require certain different, um, uh, um, it will um, require a certain changes within your organization. So what does that look like? Um, um, how can we help with more the business side of it when it comes to things like the insights and performance measure, measurement? We've, we've got the, the experts who have that domain experience uh, in this area to help. So when I got, first, when I got interested in, in, in Starburst, right, um, I, I looked at Starburst right, as being data virtualization. Um, it, I, I didn't see what they had actually done. So they'd taken the open source Trino, which, um, 
But what they did was they really improved by putting that data, that data product experience engine at the top. Now, there are two ways you can build a data product, okay? There is what I call the traditional way, right? You ingest data, you hire some data engineers, they write some Python or some Scala, it runs on a Spark engine, and it, it, it ends up in some cloud data warehouse or in some S3 bucket, okay? So at, at, at Capgemini, we built a, a set of accelerators that can help with the infrastructure as code to provision all of the native services that you would, that, that you would have, let's say, on a Microsoft, a Google, or an AWS. But building a data product like that, right, is, um, is more complicated. Now, there may be times you need to prepare data, you may, may need the sophistication of a programming language to prepare that data set, but it is still more complicated. So what um, we're trying to, what we're doing together with Starburst is we're giving two options to build a data product. Option one, you can do the traditional way, do the ingesting, but it is more expensive, it is more time consuming. Number two, use the federated uh, SQL engine from Starburst. Uh, and that SQL engine is not just a query engine, it can also help you doing data discovery and actually writing to, to your um, cloud data warehouse. For example, if you have a migration uh, strategy where you, you want to migrate some parts of your data state to something like a snowflake, um, the, the federated query can help with that. But the most important part is, if you build a data product using the traditional ETL approach, or you do it with federated query, you have the choice. But the end result is not just a data set within um, some data warehouse. What you have is a data product with all the characteristics of a data product, the fact you can search for it, the fact that it's discoverable, the fact you can integrate it with it, really easily wrapped, okay? So that journey, right, what, what we're working on together is the initial methodologies on how do you decide what the data product is you're going to build, right? So that data product canvas where you're asking the questions because anytime you bring that product thinking, right, you can build a product, but if nobody uses it, then you've just wasted uh, your time. So upfront, using things like data product canvas to actually define what you're going to build. Then doing kind of an, an, an ideation. So you, you decide, okay, Let's try and do it, um, create it with a federated query. That's a lot simpler and a, a lot more efficient than doing it. And if the federated query works, then you ha have your data product. And then creating a pipeline, a data factory pipeline, to actually streamline, keep improving, agile, lean uh, methodologies. Um, that's what, what we, we help with at, at, at Capgemini. So here's the scenario. So I talked about scope one, scope two, scope three. So scope one I call my house. It's your organization. Um, you're, you're, you've, you've, you're using Starburst. You're working with Capgemini. And we have helped with the methodologies to actually this, the, you know, design what you want to build and the methodologies around how you do it in a really, really efficient, um, efficient way. So that's it. You're conscious and aware um, of your, your, your own organization, so you have a strategy in place. But what about your direct service providers? Are they as organized as you? So these are the questions you need to ask. And even the, the partners that help you in, in things like supply chain, you may 
in the future because of the requirements on, on, on reporting, ESG reporting, you may need to choose partners that comply with the, the, the same rigor of your organization when it comes to being conscious about um, um, emissions and e, um, ESG uh, reporting. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important to take the, the, that into consideration. And then this led me to the question, right? So, I understand data mesh and, and how locally built data products are the only way to, to, to go if you want to organize your, your data state because the problem has just got too big. But I then asked myself the question, how do you extend the data mesh across organizational boundaries? I mean, you can't install a version of, of, of Starburst Enterprise um, in another organization. It, it's, just, it's just too complicated. And I apologize for this, twinkle, twinkle, ESG ecosystems ain't easy. I mean, it's, it's too corny for words. So, so, so where I think, um, and I've been looking at is data marketplaces, okay? So if we take an example here, so this is your organization, one part of your organization, and I, we've defined, let's say, four domains, the purchasing, marketing, sales, and finance. And at the very, very bottom, you have got, let's say, maybe your operational uh, data products. And you have mandated that all of the, the data product teams um, look to see, is there appropriate ESG data? And maybe there isn't, but that becomes one of the key attributes of, of, of your data product. The same as discoverability, the same as the other DATSIS principles as, as defined um, by Zamak Dagani. ESG should be one of those. So before a data product goes into production, there are questions asked, well, um, have, you, have you looked at possible data points regarding ESG in your data product, yes or no? So then we can see we've got uh, maybe uh, aggregator data products that are collecting the, the, the ESG relevant data for the, the different domains. And then you may have a regional ESG that's connecting to the data products for purchasing, marketing, sales, um, uh, and finance. And you, you can see the way the ESG data is being captured locally and it, it gets bubbled up um, and aggregated for a region. But then you may have different uh, region, other regions in your organization, you know, with different country boundaries where, where extending the mesh to them may, may be difficult. So internally, you, probably, you might have something like um, a marketplace, a data marketplace, where that becomes the actual collection point for the ESG data across your different regions. But that's all within your own organization. And that, that, that your, your client ESG marketplace is centralized, but it's centralized in your own organization. But it becomes difficult, right? Because for your scope two and scope three emissions, um, getting your partners to connect to your centralized marketplace um, will be an issue, okay? And then that led me to the question, should marketplaces, ESG, uh, you know, just data marketplaces, should they be centralized or should they be decentralized? So it's interesting to think about, so I've, there's some interesting product developments. So th there's a, a company called uh, the Ocean Protocol. They're looking at blockchain. They're looking at uh, NFTs, data NFTs, and data tokens as a way of showing proof and, and storing data sets. Now, the actual data isn't stored in the blockchain, but the actual authentication and the proof that that data set belongs to a certain person 
um, is there, right? So I think this will be uh, an expanding market because central, centralized marketplaces um, are centralized um, and we're looking to move away from, from centralization um, to, to being uh, decentralized. So in terms of uh, next steps, and before I even go to next steps, um, working with Starburst is an absolute pleasure. You know, they're, they're a great, great organization to work with. I mean, they've got innovation in their blood. Um, they all, always treat me like a king when I come and, and, and try and work with them, you know? So I, I, I wanna say that up front. Thank you so much, Starburst. If you wanna connect with me, um, this is my LinkedIn profile. So please do reach out to me. Um, and together with Starburst, we will kind of help you on your ESG, what your, your ESG strategy is, and how data mesh and, and, and data products uh, will really help.